O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths will declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The scripture for today is 1 Samuel 1, verses 4 through 20. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's word as we listen to Red Sea Road by Krista Wells, Ellie Holcomb, and Nicole Witt. A variety of percussion instruments lend forward motion to the opening of this song as various guitars build to a strong chorus. The text reflects on how God prepares the way for us through any Red Sea Road we might traverse, a path which, in spite of life's challenges, we will never walk alone. Buried dreams, laid them deep into the earth behind us Said our goodbyes at the grave But everything reminds us God knows we ache when he asks us to go say 
1 Samuel 1, verses 4 through 20. On the day when Elkanah sacrificed, he would give portions to Peninnah, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah he gave a double portion, because he loved her, though the Lord had closed her womb. And her rival used to provoke her grievously, to irritate her, because the Lord had closed her womb. So it went on year by year. As often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Therefore Hannah wept and would not eat. And Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? And why do you not eat? And why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than ten sons? After they had eaten and drunk in Shiloh, Hannah rose. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. She was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me, and not forget your servant, but will give to your servant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall touch his head. As she continued praying before the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was speaking in her heart, only her lips moved, and her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli took her to be a drunken woman. And Eli said to her, How long will you go on being drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered, No, my lord, I am a woman troubled in spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord. Do not regard your servant as a worthless woman, for all along I have been speaking out of my great anxiety and vexation. Then Eli answered, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition that you have made to him. And she said, Let your servant find favor in your eyes. Then the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. They rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord. Then they went back to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. And in due time, Hannah conceived and bore a son. And she called his name Samuel, for she said, I have asked for him from the Lord. Have you ever wanted something so bad it hurt? In this passage, we encounter a woman named Hannah who wanted a child so badly, we see her reach a point of deep distress as she weeps bitterly before the Lord. She was married to a man named Elkanah, who had another wife, a woman by the name of Peninnah. Now, just a brief word on polygamy in the Bible, since we see it here in this text. God's design for marriage is clear from the opening chapter of Scripture. It's intended for one man and one woman. This idea is reinforced throughout the Bible, but humans being humans have a tendency to go against that design. And one way we see that playing out in the stories of the Old Testament in particular is with the practice of polygamy. Now, there's no simple propositional statement or law in the Old Testament that bans the practice, but the Bible clearly condemns it in the way that the stories involving polygamy are told. And 1 Samuel 1 is an example of that. Here, Elkanah has two wives, and a rivalry ensues that leads to strife, pain, and distress for everyone involved. Hannah's childlessness, a burden in itself, especially for a woman in the ancient Near East, is exacerbated by the fact that her husband's other wife used to provoke her grievously to irritate her. So at the opening of 1 Samuel, Hannah is desperate. 
She's anxious, depressed, and deeply hurt. But while she may have felt it, she was not alone. God was with her the whole time. And when she drew near to him, when she brought her desperate pleas before him, the Lord heard her and acted. This woman, who wouldn't have had a place in larger society, who didn't appear to have a place in her own family due to her barrenness, had a place before the God of the universe. He opened her womb, and she gave birth to a son, Samuel, who went on to play a pivotal role in the life of Israel. He would be the one to anoint the first kings of Israel, Saul and then David, and David was the king through whom the promised line would come. So take a moment now to consider, are you waiting on the Lord for something? What is the desire of your heart? The story invites us to bring that to God. We don't know that he'll work in the ways that we want him to, but we do know that he'll hear you and that he cares. close now with this prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring forth, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I'm to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I'm to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I'm to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I'm to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words and give me the spirit of Jesus. Amen.